the vibe with Michael Litton. I'm just over the moon, just so fired up to have a stranger and a friend in the DRS Atlanta studios. How cool is that? I got Lindsay Allward Timer over on my left on, uh, well, she's going to be on vocals. Her ukulele is not here tonight, but that's all right. And then uh, the other lady, I got to go to the ladies first, Kat Espinoza on violin. And last, but certainly not least, Josh Schicker in the middle, right in front of me on acoustic guitar and vocals. So, so cool. Welcome to Ride the Vibe, you guys. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. And we are featuring, at Josh's suggestion, we're featuring an emergency drinking beer from the Wild Heaven Brewery. You got to love that name. They've got two locations, Avondale States and the West End, emergency drinking beer. It's a very cool looking can, and you got to love the the name. And I got it from Tap and Six. Ethan Craig was kind enough to hook me up. So got to give a big shout out to Ethan. So a toast to uh, Ethan, the folks at Wild Heaven Brewery. Cheers. Cheers. And not to think that Lindsay is uh, left out. She (laughs) is featuring a uh, flavored sparkling water that was actually sparkled by a cool product out of Michigan, drink made where both Josh and Lindsay are from. That's right. Lindsay in Detroit, or suburb of Detroit, and Josh from out in the boondocks of... Positively. Not the UP, but you can't see it from there. Yes, so, yes. So Lindsay exactly. is fe- uh, featuring a sparkled water. And there's a cool little product they've got called a spritzer, and we brought it in the studio, just portable, and spritzed up some uh, filtered water. And uh, Lindsay, I think you're enjoying it. I'm loving it. This yeah. is exactly what the doctor ordered. Beautiful. <laughs> and this was that Josh was kind enough to set me up with the, the preferences of the beverages, et cetera. Right. So first and foremost, the theme with Gypsy Rose, and I got I must give a shout out to one of the owners of Gypsy Rose, Jaris Hollander, because Jaris has hooked me up with a, uh, a very cool mug, Gypsy Rose yeah. mug. And some uh, a T-shirt that I'm featuring here, and how cool is this on the back? Music is the answer. I would wear that T-shirt. Yes. I love that. Isn't that cool? That's way cool. And you know, to tie into that, as Neil Young said so brilliantly, live music is better. So the way for you y'all's fans, uh, fans of a stranger and friend, the way we roll, ride the vibe is we, I do a CD listening party, right? So we are going to feature songs off your recently released A Stranger and a Friend EP. We're going to play some of it in an MP3 format. And then some of it's going to be live here in the DRS Atlanta studios. How cool is that? And then we're going to chit-chat about the backstory of the music, how you all get together, musical influences, etc. Does that sound cool to you guys? Sounds awesome. Wonderful. I love it. And the (laughs) tie-in. Because, you know, it's hard for musicians to make a living, y'all. So I definitely want you to go out and buy this EP, download it, whatever you need to do to put some cash in their pocket. Because it's hard to make a living as a musician. And then if you, you know, you're doing that, that's cool. But then also you want to check them out. 
at Gypsy Rose on Thursday, August 29th, 7.30 to 9. And that will be just Lindsay and Josh doing acoustic stuff, original music. So you want to get out to the Gypsy Rose if you haven't been there, right in Roswell, right off of Canton Street. Very great venue. It's a great spot. Yeah, very cool spot. So I want to open up with, um, I thought it would be somewhat, um, you know, significant. Get your thoughts. i kind of, you know, do it randomly. On the recent, this past weekend, 50th anniversary of Woodstock. <laughs> I told Josh there'd be no gotcha questions. That's but right. Oh my I just gosh. couldn't, I couldn't resist. Because <laughs> I spent all weekend, of course, watching the, the, the editor's cut of Woodstock. So any, anyone want to jump in? Or should I go to another question? Well, that was definitely before some of our times yes. here. Yes, 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 of course. So, uh, when was the, was it 99 when they did the the redo that was a total mess? 95, 99? It was in the 90s, I yeah. know. Yeah. Well, the, the original was a mess, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. More of a money mess. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, so many music icons were showcased there. Um, and the footage that I grew up seeing was always of Hendrix. Or Joe Cocker. Like, those are the two names that, yeah, for me, stand yeah, right. stand out. And so. as a guitarist, or guitarist, the Hendrix piece. Totally. And he, you know, the backstory, he was playing on Sunday morning, and he was playing for about maybe 50000 if that, because everybody had exited. You know, and, of course, he did his, you know, Star yep. Spangled Banner. Came like a bit iconic. Yeah. I mean, I think about, like, concert going back then and, like, yeah. concert going today. Yeah. Today, it's. I feel like everything is super live streamed. Like people are literally live streaming the footage from concerts. Yeah. It's blasting all over right. the. Because everybody got the device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And yet, I just. I feel like I still. I still love to go to concerts, yeah. even though I could effectively be watching it from my couch, watching somebody else's thing. There's something about being in that space yeah. where people are so excited and dialed in and that collective spirit. Yes, right. I feel like it's still like. Even today, I feel like it's just still so exciting to be able to see your favorite artist yeah. or hear, like, a song that you've cherished for, like, decades. And I just saw The National at the Coca-Cola Roxy oh, here in Atlanta right. a couple months ago. Yeah. And for me, it was just, like, tears streaming. Like, yeah. just Spiritual so experience. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah totally transporting. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, I think thinking about, like, our parents or our grandparents right, attending right. these sort of events— it's still just so cool today. I love that. Yeah. Well, and so that would tie in with Neil Young's brilliant quote, live music is better. I mean, you would espouse that. So is. you all get out and see these cats at Gypsy Rose next Thursday, 730 to 9. Don't miss it. Live music, support it. Then buy some swag, buy the CD, download it. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, any any thoughts? or? I think the only thing, I don't know too okay. much of yeah, Woodstock yeah, 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 yeah. again. <laughs> yep. Late 80s, baby. Right, um, right, right. But <laughs> <laughs> represent. Represent couple in the room. Yep. Uh, but I think, you know, of course you see photos. So right, this week, of right. course, you can't help but just look at some iconic photos yeah. of, of what happened which, in Woodstock. Which one? Well, one I do. It's the, probably the one the most iconic. Yeah. Um, the one where it has like the, the woman and the guy hugging yeah. with a blanket over them. Yeah. And I was reading about, you know, just the photographer. The Life magazine. The Life magazine yes. that caught that. And he was yeah. just like, well, I was just, you know, just snapping, snapping, snapping. And then it just so happened. You look through the roll. Right. That's it. That's the one. And it's so interesting you bring that up because I was just talking to a friend of mine that uh, was a roommate at University of Colorado mm-hmm. in Boulder where I went. And I was talking about the anniversary. And Brian said, one of my customers was that person. 
Oh my goodness. Was in, you know, and Brian's calling on him as a customer and you're talking about wood, wood stock. And the guy goes, Oh, I was there and I was the guy in the line. <laughs> no you know, way. Brian's going, No way, no way. You know, oh, and it turned wow. out he showed him the cover and, you know, all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And That's crazy. Another little time, then we'll leave this. But um, back on the 49th anniversary, I was a little bit ahead of my time. <laughs> I uh, thought it'd be cool to, ha- to find someone that had been to Woodstock that was a That's musician. Right. And through the musician, musician community in Atlanta, in Atlanta, I was able to connect with a guy named Alan David, who was in the band Atlanta back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he was at Woodstock and he came on my show <laughs> on that Friday of Woodstock 49. Wow. 49. Wow. Cool. Well, enough about all that Woodstock. We got to get back to a stranger and a friend. <laughs> and, uh, I, th- you know, I'm not supposed to have favorites, right? I'm supposed to be, you know, neutral. But this one. Uh, is is one of my favorites off y'all's EP. I love it. Uh, so, Wahid, if we could, let's cue up uh, the EP of Burning It Down. There is a fire that won't burn down Without miles on here Tears on smiles A long haul Working it out You made a mess Hard to resist All wrapped up in bed Both gorgeous and sad Surreal how much one can regret Oh, I'm burning up Tell me the vibe just having a, a fun chat uh, <laughs> offline about Woodstock and some of the backstory <laughs> that was burning it down off a stranger and a friend's EP titled Nashville you want to go out and get that and we're going to uh, chat about now talk about your formative years individually two of you from Michigan mm-hmm. um, and then how you guys got together how you met and you know uh, how that came about how a stranger and a friend and the name 
Sure. Who's a stranger? Who's a friend? Mm -hmm. Or does it have any significance at mm -hmm. all? Yeah. And, any, any one of you jump in. Yeah, I'll start with with that. And then I'm sort of the um, the eldest of the group. We'll say that. Okay. Good, good. <laughs> I have the talking stick. <laughs> Not the wisest, though. I think the ladies the are the wiser. But <laughs> no, no. You're the eldest. Good. I'm the eldest. Um, a stranger and a friend, the name comes from a lyric. Yeah. And a song that's yet to be released. But um, it's basically that we all are strangers or friends, depending on where we are with each other. And so yeah. you and I wouldn't be friends unless we had met at uh, Gypsy Rose yeah. um, a couple months ago yeah. during the festival. That, yeah. And so we were strangers. Boom, we're friends. Yeah. And so that's that's just the story of life that. and yeah. with everybody. So uh, origin story for us. Yeah. Um, I grew up doing music and stuff. And when I got to Atlanta... And I can go back and talk about, you know, more stuff from the yeah. past. Josh but is being humble. Yeah. 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 Fast forwarding to, to being in Atlanta, yeah. a friend who I just was texting with said, you got to meet this girl who's moving down. She's a great person. Mm -hmm. I don't even think she said anything about music. Nope. And so I met Lindsay and I was like, for some reason, I asked her if she did music. She said, mm, sort of, maybe, no. Oh, talk about so, humble. Yeah, exactly. Pot calling um, the kettle black. I was being real. I was being honest on that one. That's right. So, you know, the, the quick story of that was yeah. I thought I saw something in Lindsay that she had gifts that yeah. she hadn't necessarily invested a ton of time in. Wow. And I was like, if you are willing and interested, I'd love to help, yeah. you know, uncover some of those. Yeah. And she's great at lyrics she's got a great gut for melody yeah. and so we just started kind of crafting some some music together over the course of the like 2012 13 14 wow. mm -hmm. sort of getting started and we we did most of our initial singing in the church that we went to together mm -hmm. we sang in the worship team which wow. also includes cat into oh. this and so we we spent a lot of time yeah. praise and worship songs yeah. as yeah. well um just time together and um, we liked being around each other too, which also is a part of being a band. Yeah, it helps. Um, it helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, the church is such a foundation mm -hmm. when you go back and look at the mm -hmm. roots of a mm -hmm. number of brilliant musicians that have come out yeah. of, Absolutely. Out of the church. It's just kind of kind of scary. It yep. is kind of scary. And so it was through the church choir that Kat, you got. Yeah, definitely not through the choir because I can't oh, sing. Oh, okay. <laughs> To save okay. my life, yeah. anybody's life. Yeah. <laughs> la, la, la. Really? Isn't that interesting? Um, yeah, but somehow it got shared that I played violin. Like a year a year into my attendance at this church. Yeah. And so... Here, here's what I remember. Tell me if this is true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's in graduate mind? school. Yep. Hiding it under a bushel. Ooh. And then... Oh, look at Josh. Hiding the violin under a bushel. <laughs> then yep. she gets out of school <laughs> and... Then it, it's like, yeah, I play the violin. The yeah, on the stand. Yeah, and she plays really well. Aww. I love it. I love it. Well, That's and so sweet. we're gonna we're gonna take a short break to support our sponsor, which in this case happens to be DRS Atlanta. Waheed Gomes studio, where we are, very comfortable, right here in Roswell, Georgia, right off of Sun Valley Drive. And then we're gonna be right back and continue this fascinating conversation. So you all stay with us and go out and buy some music. And get your tickets to Gypsy Rose next Thursday. We'll be right back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last one. 
CRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. We are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say. And that's a call out. I'm going to see if I'm going to do a little trivia because they're too young. Maybe do you know who, who wrote that song? The last DJ? No, no. Anyone? Petty. Yeah. yeah. Tom Petty. Uh, yeah. These babies. <laughs> <laughs> Above the line, Tom. below the line. <laughs> and I have to say my, uh, you know, if I'm forced to, to answer the question, who is your favorite group? Group, group. Mm-hmm. It would be Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers for sure. Mm-hmm. Just brilliant writing and like you all. So, so we were right before break. We're talking about um, how they got together and how they met and et cetera. And Kat was admitting that she doesn't sing. And she was talking offline when we were on break about being <laughs> kind of coerced to try to sing some harmonies in Nashville. And <laughs> it didn't work, work yep. too well. But yep. such nope. a brilliant, Take that uh, out to the garbage. Such a, br- a brilliant uh, violinist. So talk a little bit about your formative years individually with music and, you know, Kat, in your case, violin and Lindsay, in your case, how the ukulele came. I mean, an instrument that George Harrison and McCartney loved playing, you know, they'd sit around in the ukulele and then Mm. Josh, obviously you with the songwriting and the guitar. Mm. I guess I'll, we'll start, we'll start over here with Lindsay. Great. Yeah. So picking up where Josh was um, alluding to that, you know, I, I didn't really grow up singing at all in front of people. That's actually one of my greatest fears was singing in front of people. And so I was, you know, playing soccer, playing volleyball, doing all those things. Um, Didn't really have extra time to do much. And then it really wasn't until my end of college where I was in China studying abroad, did some karaoke with friends. And I remember someone looked at me after singing, I can't remember what song, they were like, you actually have a good voice. Wow. (laughs) And here I am. So how did you overcome... Because I know a lot of, there are, a, a, like a, a um, Carly Simon, I believe, has a, a stage fright or suffered from. How did you overcome that? And I know, you know, you hear that uh, of people's greatest fears, it's not snakes, it's not small space, it's public speaking or mm. singing in public or whatever. Mm. How'd you overcome that? It's a great question. I don't know if it's fully overcome, um, but, uh, you know, practice. I mean, it's really Josh. Thanks to Josh and his uh, wise guidance and mentorship in that. And when I moved to Atlanta in 2012, saying at the church, I mean, I remember when I was old, like in my early 20s, singing super far from the mic because I could hear myself and that was really uncomfortable. Um, so just practice and then Josh inviting me to sing with yeah. him. Because Josh, being super humble, has spent m- most all his life singing and crafting songs. I mean, this is your, how many albums now that you've recorded? Oh, I don't know. Like tw- <laughs> 25 million. <laughs> yeah, Maybe say, like five, yeah. six? I, I've done, I think, six projects solo and then various and then, other yeah. things. Yeah. 
So, so, so just, it's so interesting, mm-hmm. the disparate, um, you know, backgrounds. And then, Kat, how about for you? And then I'll come back to oh, Josh. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I was raised uh, ladies first and all that. I Absolutely. Had two sisters and they'd be beating me up. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't. Chivalry is not dead. I know. Not dead. And I still open doors and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. I, um, I started small on piano. Ah. And it wasn't until I was... Small meaning when you were very young. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I was like five or six um, wow. and had had some like kind of fun like music classes before yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I was, it was the summer right before I turned 11 that I got involved with the, with the public school music yeah. program yeah. in central Missouri yeah. and um, loved it and stayed with it all the way through college. When was the transition from piano to violin? Um, so, and, and why? I mean, yeah. It, um, so I had a, a teacher that I had just, I so, so adore and cherish. Um, Suzanne Forcage yeah. is by Sutu Forte, yeah. and she is a, she is a world class pianist. Yeah, yeah. And, um, my experience with her was very, very focused on ear training. Ah. And so for a while, I had a bit of overlap between piano and violin. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I think I just loved the violin. And I'm more sort portable. Of got, yeah, <laughs> much more portable. It'd be tough to have a keyboard in here in the studio. Well, we could, but. Yeah. And I think I got to a point where my parents said, you know, you need to start picking and choosing. Right. And um, I have other family members that are strings players. And yeah. so I had sort of had this, like, seed planted from a long time ago about just, like, being a string player. and. So I followed that through, and do you still yeah. do uh, the piano, or not enough time? No, but I love it. I yeah. love the piano. Yeah. I gotcha. think it's a very cool instrument. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to that. But Josh, mm-hmm. we got to get to Josh. Josh, how, sure. Well, how old were you when you either picked up a guitar? Or... Yeah, I was. I was what, given what a guitar by my aunt, who is a folky singer songwriter um, and also a church musician. Yeah. Yeah. And her mother, uh, my this is my father's sister. Um, and then my grandmother was a church organist uh, for years. So I grew up around yeah. church music, grew up around music, and then folk music. And I would sit and strum the strings of my aunt's guitar and just sort of listen. You know, just, I mean, the sound right here. Just spoke to you, literally. <laughs> totally, yeah. yeah. So then she she got a new guitar, and then she lent me her old one. Wow. And I just taught myself how to play, listen to the radio. At the time, it was like, Collective Soul, yeah. which is a local tie yes, yes, um, yes. to Atlanta, um, different bands like that that were doing a lot of chord, easy chord rock. It, you, yeah, yeah, and Petty but would fall so that much too. Dip more difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Than today, where you can get everything online. I mean, it's all oh yeah, there. no, it was you all had by to ear. literally go by ear, yeah. like you did, mm-hmm. Kat, or yes. you know, or transcribe it if you could find the. I mean, it was much harder. Yep, it was either Guitar Player Magazine for yeah. the tab where you could see how to play a solo or something right. or you were figuring it out by ear yeah. and that's that's what i did and so then i just started writing right away because the radio could only get me so far yeah, right. so then i just started writing and it comes to you i want to talk about that process sure but i think we need to this is going to be kind of cool i think this was josh's suggestion you guys are going to go along with it, i think I think he coerced you to do it. Great. We're going to play a yes, little no, of, uh, <laughs> they're, well, they're, they're not sure. So they're like, I'm going to hit work that out. But we're going we're gonna to play a little City on Fire off the new EP, A Stranger and a Friend. Nashville is the title. But you want to go out and download it, buy it, et cetera. And you definitely want to 
get to Gypsy Rose next Thursday, 7.30 to 9, and see him live. Well, see Lindsay and, and Josh. But we're going to play a little City on Fire and then uh, off uh, uh, MP3, and then we're going to transition into them playing live in the studio. That'll be a first here on Rod the Vibe. So what do you think, Waheed? We'll, to, we'll uh, cue it up, and while we're playing some of it, they're going to get their instruments in tune and then uh, pick up. You guys, are you up for that? Yes, we are. All right, we it's got Brian from Lindsay and Cat. Good. So let's play a little <laughs> City on Fire. Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton. Cause a break And a glance confirms a doubt In the air a fog of hate Forgetting what this is about I recall tears and streetlights you walked away into the crowd. City on fire, our love's in the rubble. In the ashes, the smell of perfume. to turn away Knowing when your cause is lost A single word can cause a break No more lines to cross Each step you take is like a dagger Daylight. 
start fading, night is falling. Oh my gosh, that's my new favorite now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. We are going to take a short break to support a sponsor of ours on the show and then come back and talk about, there's a theme here, fire. I'm picking up, burning it down. <laughs> I got to see what was going on in Josh's head. But you, we will be right, <laughs> we will be right back on Ride the Vibe. That was unbelievable. First here, and uh, stay with us. We'll be right back after this short break. Michael Litton, last digit. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The foundation for premature infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. You are back on Ride the Vibe with a stranger and a friend featuring their new EP, Nashville. And y'all, oh my gosh, that was unbelievable. Now they've been, you know, kind of beating themselves up and chastising themselves, et cetera, because <laughs> they're perfectionists. But I mean, that was hard. That's, you know, because they could not hear themselves. So we had to kind of cue it up. And I thought it was brilliant, really, seriously. And a first on Rod the Bob. So I, I got to give you guys, you know, props for that. And Josh, you know, I mean, it, it what I was in awe of, we just recently had a music festival here in Roswell that Regina Barkley brilliantly put on. And Josh referenced it, but I had the opportunity to meet him very, very briefly at a thing called a song slam that was put on by um, Claire Pearson with the Ormwoods. She's one of the uh, two of Ormwoods, and she put that on. And what it is for y'all, you get, Claire gave each of the participants a tag or a reference or whatever. I think she, she gave them three and they could pick and that was on Wednesday, but between Wednesday and Saturday morning, they had to write the song, practice the song only amongst themselves. They could not go out and play it anywhere in public. And then they performed it live in front of an audience and their peers. I, I just genuflected to that. I thought that was talk about, you know, Lindsay, the fear of, of speaking in public or singing in public. That to go out there kind of really naked, I thought, uh, was, was unbelievable. And I thought all the participants, there were nine of them, all very, very talented and incredible. But talk a little bit about that experience, Josh, and, you know, how, how you get the nerve up to do that kind of thing. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, the prize I, money wasn't the motivator. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> there was some good swag for everybody, which was nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, the process for me, I'm at a point where I kind of don't have anything to lose in the sense that because it isn't my livelihood, I'm able to take some risks uh, that nice. I wouldn't otherwise. Yeah. So for me, I honestly sat with the prompts, which I think we got on Wednesday at noon. Yeah. And it wasn't, I didn't write anything until Friday morning. Oh my God. You just <laughs> let it percolate. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know. Like, I'm not going to force this. Did you this. pick a prompt or no? Not mm -hmm. even then. No. Nope. You just 
I just was sitting with all of them. Something's going to bubble up. I just trusted the process. Yeah, yeah. And so Friday morning, I went to a coffee shop, wrote the first verse yeah. and chorus, just, you know, words. I got to do a memory test. If I recall correctly, oh boy. you picked Facebook relationship. Yes, I did. Woo, I did. did nice work. <laughs> wow. And the only reason I know that is because I, I suggested that to Clara. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. I'm going to take some kudos. That's man. right. That's right. Nice work. Because, well, I think two of you are married, right? Or three? All three married? Two of us. Two of two married. Mm -hmm. And I like to say I'm in a Facebook committed relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. go ahead, Josh. Sorry. No, yeah. So, so the ending of it was then I spent Friday working on it. And as you mentioned, like not perfectionist, but definitely trying to push myself. Very self-critical and right. trying to get the best. Yeah. So it got to like Friday and by five, six o'clock, I had something that I thought was relatively close. Wow. And I thought, okay, now it needs a bridge or something like this, which is a typical songwriter thing. And I just said, nope, this is it. Just going to do it. This just yeah. done. Wow. I had seen a guy named Damien Gerardo at Eddie's Attic just before or just after. I forget. It all, it blurs together. Yeah, yeah. But his latest album has all these like two and a half minute songs. And I was like, why does this song have to be so long? Yeah. If it's just a short song, it's just a it's short okay. song. Who right, cares? Right, right. And so I kind of took that on and just did my song. Had you done those before? That was the first time ever doing that. Wow. I had done, uh, you know, sort of similar things where you took a song and arranged it, yeah. like a Christmas song, yeah. and you sort of made a new harmonization or yeah. a new melody from it, um, but not in that kind of time period yeah. and not wholly original so. and then not in front of a group like that no 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 yeah. yeah so this was a it was a challenge and it was so cool i, I saw it on instagram because yeah. i follow um, yeah. the ormwoods on yeah. instagram. instagram and then picked so. it up from there yep wow well so why he and i we gotta get we'll give ourselves a little shout out so yeah the, the audience was then the judge right mm -hmm. so we got a little sheet and we wrote down everyone's name and well if we why he and i we wrote down everyone's name and then you gave them a score. And Wahi and I were so focused on this because we were so intrigued by it because, you know, we love music, that we were very meticulous in our notes and all of this. <laughs> and because we wanted to follow up, right, to see if we could get people on the show and, and et cetera, we, at, we had to turn the, the score sheets in, right? Uh. And because they had to tally them up. So Wahi and I went up to the people and said, you know, can we get ours back? And they're like, mm, yeah, right. And they came back to both of us and said, we picked out which ones y'all's were because the notes were so detailed, okay. <laughs> which I still have. Oh, wow. So I knew exactly when Josh reached That's out to me because uh, we, we extended the invitation to all of, of the yeah. folks to come on the show, again, to promote music. And um, when Josh reached out, I went to my little sheet and I went, oh, yeah, I know exactly who he was. And he did the Facebook uh, relationship yep. song, et cetera. Oh, that's great. So, <laughs> so uh, you guys talk about in your bio that your music is a combination, the drama and the vocal interplay of the civil wars and a sincere heartfelt yearning of the swell season. Now, <laughs> you, I'm going to... I'm. <laughs> When you have to write your own bio, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, always tough. Come on. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show my ignorance mm -hmm. and, and date myself, my mm -hmm. era, right, Lindsay? So I looked at that and I said, well, uh, he must mean 
not the civil wars. He must mean the civil war, right? I'm <laughs> of thinking course. music of the civil war. Yep. And then I'm thinking the swell whistle. season, was that like a TV series? Yeah. <laughs> you know, or something, <laughs> something like that. So, <laughs> so and of course, with, with Google and everything, I, I quickly educated myself <laughs> and have been listening to them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, through my my Rhapsody subscription. I'm able to, you know, pull music. And uh-huh. so I did a playlist of, the civil wars and the swell season and you all and mixed it in, but talk a little bit about, so those are, those are, at, those are musical groups. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> For are. For you all that are like me. And they're, and they're duos. Are, and, yeah. They are duos. They are yeah. Duos. That is Very like vocal yeah, duos. So that's the, the, the common theme. Yeah. I mean, I, I can talk about the civil wars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not Multiple. to be confused with. The band. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, just minorly that, um, I mean, I've just, well, not minorly. I have a crush on the Civil Wars, the band. Yeah. They are no longer together, which is really sad. Yeah. But um, right. I recently saw, so the, the there's a guy and a girl. John yeah. Paul White is the guy. Joy Williams is the, the girl and, um, or the woman, I should say. And both of them, um, you know, I think they sang for a handful of years, yeah. not too long. And then they yeah. ended up parting ways. But what they made, you know, you just didn't, at the time, back in like the 2010, 2011 kind of era, um, not that long ago, but you didn't really hear stuff like that where they're really emotional when yeah. they sing. They really try to find that emotion and, and how they're the passion and and they're trying to, you know, make some arcs with their vo- vocals and um, they're very playful in how they're they're writing. And so that I remember listening to that for the first time, um, you know, and I actually listened. I was a big fan of Joy Williams when okay. she when I was very young, too, yep. when she was a solo artist. Yep. And I just recently saw her for the first time now, like in my adult life yeah. um this past november uh or last november i should yeah. say in athens oh, wow. and she is incredible <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. it lived it actually surpassed what oh, i thought wow. she was gonna yeah. do and yeah. she was not with john paul white but wow. um so yeah i'm kind of like fangirl crush over so that was a, that was a big deal for you yeah. to be able to see her absolutely yep yeah. The quick story on the swell season yeah. is glenn hansard who used to be in an irish band called the frames and uh, Marquetta, I'm not going to try her last name. Yeah. They were in an independent film called Once together, that, and they won the Oscar for okay. Best Original Song. Wow. And I was really taken with the movie. Yeah. And then I saw them in concert, and it was really taken. And then I've since seen Glenn Hansard uh, solo a couple times, and he's one of the most dynamic live people. But it's the same thing, emotion, two voices, yeah. and... Um, we have three voices, Cat yeah. <laughs> being a third voice with the, with with the, the violin. violin. Yeah, right. And so much a voice. Um, we're trying to tap into that same emotional space, I, I guess is what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my uh, new all-time favorites, uh, Brandy Carlisle, oh. mm-hmm. I just got to see at Verizon, well, Ameris Bank, performing with Heart, you know, opening for Heart. And mm-hmm. that was a that was a seminal moment. Yes, as a songwriter and great vocalist, and so just weigh in. I mean, I see heads nodding. Oh yeah, anyone want to weigh in with thoughts on her and and or Ann Wilson, Ann and Nancy Wilson? Yeah, we've done uh, her song "Downpour" as a cover. Uh, Yeah, before we have. Yeah, yeah. So she's an influence as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And fun. And what a bright light. Mm -hmm. She was so excited. You know, just. She said, whoa, this is the big, biggest crowd. Because I think it was 15,000. I think it was pretty well sold out. And, you know, it looks so massive when you're looking up from the stage to see the lawn because it's situated so brilliantly. She yeah. was very, she was just so excited. And talking about her two babies, or not babies now. But, yeah. Kids, um, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, we've, I've seen her. I think maybe you've seen her too, Brandon Carlisle yep. live. Three times. Saw her at, I think it was Chastain. Oh, Chastain. Park. Uh, yeah. Few Great years little ago venue. Now. So oh. that even more intimate venue. It was, and I didn't really know her yeah. about five, six years ago. Yeah. And when I saw her, a friend was like, I had another ticket. You want to yeah. come? Like, you were, yeah, of course. Maybe because <laughs> it's an outdoor concert. Yeah, right, right, and, right. At Chastain. And again, done. just blew everybody blew away. Everybody. She's, she's just rocking. Yeah. So talented. Very cool. What I want to do is play, get back to a stranger and a friend. <laughs> Enough about talking about all these other artists sure. already are, you know, making money, <laughs> probably. But let's get back to a stranger and a friend and hear, if we could, Waheed, Lyon Street as an L-Y-O-N street. What do you think, Waheed? the vibe michael litton the last dj so we were just before break we were talking about some of their musical influences and uh we just played lion street and i josh is too humble to say this but i have to give a shout out to him because he was talking about the dude that was doing uh keys on that lion street song and what a brilliant guy and how many music you know all this and that and then he got a track on the movie once is that no no there's a different I was listening to Glenn Hansard and, oh, yes, and yes, they were okay. in the movie and did the soundtrack. soundtrack yeah, once. no, it's just really. But the tie-in that I'm yeah. trying, I'm struggling with is that you had a ballad, No Place Like You, mm. that was featured in a romantic drama, Old Fashioned. 
which yes. was released on DVD. So that's, I mean, that's pretty darn cool. Yeah. I mean, that's some, that's some cred. That, that you know, the serendipity of so many things. Yeah. And I don't know what it's like for folks that, are, that have, you know, success at higher levels, but yeah. I imagine it's just more serendipity. Right, right, right. That was a friend of mine in Michigan. I was recording with him and he lived in a town where they were filming this movie. Happened to know somebody and they said, hey, I know the guy who they're, who's the music person. You should yeah. submit some of your stuff. So I did, and got got this prominent feature in the in the thing, and so that just happened. Yeah. Well, you know, and you guys weigh in on this. So I had um, the last podcast was was Jeff Pike of A One A, and Jeff had just been out recording uh, a work with Gino Vanelli, who's like an all time favorite. And Gino lives in Portland. And we were chit-chatting about, you know, serendipity, Josh. Mm -hmm. And what Jeff said, his, and I thought this was brilliant for uh, aspiring and upcoming musicians, was Jeff said the talent part, the, 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 you know, the brilliance on the guitar, the violin, is maybe, Jeff said 10%, that it was how you get along with people, mm -hmm. how people, you know, whether they like you, whether, you know, if Josh was not a nice person, you obviously wouldn't even be hanging around with him, right, kind of thing. So do you... Weigh in on that, Lindsay, what, what your thoughts are on how much of an influence that has on your success or the serendipity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, we got, you kind of have to like each other yeah. to be in a band <laughs> yeah. for probably more than a year. Yeah. A lot, um, of, bands a lot of bands haven't liked one another. And, There's yes. been many times where I've said, now that I've been in a band for, I don't know, six plus years, basically seven, yeah. um, seven years. Now I understand why bands break up because right. it's, you're, you're doing a lot. You're, you're vulnerable. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're together. You're yeah. writing things yeah. and you're critiquing and, and then sometimes your feelings get hurt and then you have to kind of like come back and then you apologize, give each other grace. And so you see each other and all the things. I mean, it's basically like, you know, your closest friends. Yeah. And so, but yeah, we, we have that with each other and yeah. We're, we're lucky that we all trust each other, too. Well, the so. chemistry is amazing. I mean, I just listened to you all as you were out in the— Wahid and I are now naming it the green room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there yeah. you go. Uh, yeah. the, the, the room as you're preparing for the show, I mean, the chemistry was just spectacular. And you can't fake that kind of stuff. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kat, do you want to weigh in with that? Oh, man. I that? mean, it's just like—I mean, I feel like for me, it's— <laughs> Spending time with Josh and Lindsay is just, like, such a joy and it's so much yeah. fun. Yeah. And I feel like it's been so good for me. Yeah. And I feel like the music is also super important. And so yeah. I feel like it just makes it all that much more meaningful yeah. and, yeah. yeah, valuable. It's just— Good for you from a, just a growth? A yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, um, I've played with bands in the past and before, and you do spend a lot of time together. And, you know, there is this, you know, bearing of the soul. But yeah. I think, like— Apart from like the music, I feel like the, also there's just like some some like amazing friendship here, yeah. and mm -hmm. I don't know, I just love sure. you guys. Josh, you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, I'll talk about it like in the context of writing songs, and as Lindsay mentioned, like when you're editing each yeah. other, yeah, mm -hmm. that's yeah. pretty darn intimate. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you're bearing your soul, right? Yeah, yeah. You put it out yeah. there, and then someone says, "No, that's." Yeah, even mm -hmm. if it's just a melody or like that word, yeah. you know, if Lindsay chooses a word for a lyric and she's vulnerable enough to bring it. Yeah. And it's like, ah, we got to change that. That doesn't yeah. quite fit. That, that's, yeah, that's a You're lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for someone like, you know, that's, that's got to, that, so you had to have 
grown have grown tremendously from someone who didn't want to sing in public to then being vulnerable enough to go, okay, here's here's what I've written. What do you think? Oh, I, I still remember the day where I first shared my first song oh, that I wrote. So it's indelibly met. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It, it's in, etched in my, like, you know, the Being. physiological. You <laughs> yeah, can yeah. feel it. Like, I'm still sweating, like, yeah. giving my song to Josh. <laughs> here, Josh, you challenged me to write a song. Here it is. And wow. then he goes, no, don't give it to me. You yeah. have to sing and play it for oh, me. Oh, wow. Oh, so you put even so. more what under was pressure. I, what was what I thinking? What were you thinking, Josh? <laughs> That is I just saw it. There was something there. Would then, you guys yeah. think we should, uh, should we do another, uh, try another uh, kind of combination playing a yep. song? Let's do it. Yeah. We're going to play Pack Yourself off of the MP3, off of their newly released EP, A Stranger and a Friend, Nashville. Go out and download it, buy it, and check them out at the Gypsy Rose right on Canton Street in Roswell. On August 29th from 7.30 to 9. So we're going to play just a little bit of it. And then, I mean, again, this is live, y'all. And they're, you know, they're taking a risk here even because it's tough to pick up where the song ends when you don't, when you're not hearing the song. <laughs> Why, what do you think? A little, a little bit of uh, Pack Yourself.
gosh, I love my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in my living room. Well, not my living room, but my <laughs> living room, getting to hear brilliant music from Lindsay Allward Thimer and Kat Espinoza and Josh Schicker, a stranger and a friend. Man, oh man, y'all, the time has just flown by for me. Mm-hmm. And what a what a treat, what a pleasure. I hope if you're willing, you you'll come back at oh some my point yeah. in time. Anytime. We should. Yeah, cool. And so I also have to share that they've got a holiday EP out. And they were telling me, <laughs> and they were gracious enough to give me one, which is too cool. And they've done one song each year for the last four years yeah. or five years, or six yeah. years, whatever yeah. long it's been. Can't, can't count. So just in the, you know, the, and definitely, y'all, you want to go Roswellians and North Bolton, go check them out. Lindsay and Josh going to do an acoustic set at Gypsy Rose on Thursday. Next Thursday, a mm-hmm. uh, little more than a week from today, uh, August 29th, 730 to 9. Check their CD or EP out, Nashville, A Stranger and a Friend on all the usual places. Yes. And then uh, what? what's next? Or just parting thoughts, words of wisdom. Got a couple what's of next, Kat? What are we, what are we working on? Or, or, or any parting thoughts? Yeah. So we're currently recording our second studio album, which we're very, very excited about. Um, we've done some initial tracking yeah. and... It is. Um, it feels really good to be doing this actually here in Atlanta. Oh. We're really excited about being able to record locally. And um, so, yeah, more to come. Well, you have an open invitation when that comes out. To, awesome. You know, we'd love to be the first to break it. Yeah. <laughs> here at Ride the Vibe. <laughs> Lindsay, any thoughts? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, we're really, I mean, just echoing off a cat. Yeah. This is, it's exciting stuff. We have momentum and yeah. um as you know, when you have momentum, you just got to just got to keep going. And You're so in the flow. we're You're in the cheap. flow. We're in, in it. Cheap. We're in the wave. Yes. But this this next album will um will feature uh, some of our friends too yeah. from Atlanta. So that's that's really exciting. For so us. a stranger and and a friends. Yes. Stranger and <laughs> a, a friend and friends. A friend and friends with an S. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So and, uh, our, couple couple uh, thirty seconds. Or yep, 45, yep. Josh. Our um, symbol that we've taken on is the ampersand. Which is you know a stranger and a friend yeah. who use the ampersand in the yeah. middle, and that's sort of our our mantra is like what's the and yeah you know who can we include in this right. and how can we in, enfold others and you have done this to us well, by saying you. come on my show so no we love yeah. new friends well cool mm-hmm. right. and song slam and and we got to give a shout out to Claire yes uh, yes Claire absolutely Pearson Claire Pearson. for uh, mm-hmm. doing uh, doing the song slam or otherwise we wouldn't have. and I I've, I've, I've said to people. That song slam for me as a music, you know, music addict was unbelievable because of the variety that, you know, everybody mm-hmm. came up and they were so, you know, you were putting it out there, et cetera. Well, this has just been a blast. Stranger and a Friend and their new EP, Nashville, but they got another one they're working on. So you want to stay tuned for that. Check out their website and definitely see them live at Gypsy Rose next Thursday. That's Kat, right. Yay. Lindsay, Thanks Josh, so it's been a gas. Thank you all awesome. so much. Thanks, Thank Waheed Gomes and DRS Atlanta Studios. We're out of here. Ride the vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ.
thanks to every place my song on 